The McElroy brothers are not experts, and their advice should never be followed. Travis insists he's a sexpert, but if there's a degree on his wall, I haven't seen it. Also, this show isn't for kids, which I mention only so the babies out there will know how cool they are for listening. What's up, you cool baby? It's familiar, but not too familiar, but not too not familiar. Welcome to our brother, brother, me, and advice show for the modern era. I'm your oldest brother, Justin McElroy. I'm your middleest brother, Travis McElroy. Gang, TGIF. It's your boy, Griffin McElroy. F- TGIF. F stands for fuck day, doesn't it? I don't oh, know. Wait, hold on. No. Thank goodness, it's, how, thank goodness it's fuck day. How lazy this program has gotten with the cursing fart and just day. the language. Fart. Let's start, no, it. start the just, episode. No, start it over. Okay. Hey everybody, it's, it's Jace Lizzle um, here on the MIC. It's MBMBAM and me, brother and me. I'm I'm oldest. um Travis, middleist. Thank God it's fuck day. <laughs> and that was like a little dog made out of air horns. Walked in your fucking honey pot again. Uh, we're recording this on a Friday, uh, so that means there's so much. Uh, different material we rarely ever record uh on a friday um so we have like new stuff that we can talk about that we normally couldn't like uh what's new in theaters opening this week what's what's happening well doesn't avengers come out this weekend um avengers is next weekend oh, okay. uh, this weekend we got the 33 which is about chilean miners um chilean love miners. the cooper yeah love the coopers um and uh by the sea kind of a movie <laughs> this is gang it's by the sea by the sea watch 2015 <laughs> commit commit to the bit it's by the sea watch 2015 okay welcome to by the sea watch 2015 where we're checking in on the new film by the sea starring angelina jolie brad pitt what they're working together on a project they're back. It's about an uh, American writer named Roland and his wife, Vanessa, who arrive in a tranquil and picture a sea sort resort in 1970s fa- France. That sounds nice, but there's a comma. <gasps> their marriage in apparent crisis. Oh, boy. Yeah. And also, Loki's there. He's stirring Loki's up the there. pot. Gang, I gotta race to the to the Burger King and pick up one of the commemorative frosted glasses for take for take take this seat. Um, and I'm gonna- Does everybody have their Melanie- Melanie Laurent action figures because I know I do. Uh, yeah, I don't know why they did multiples of them, um, but I'm I'm excited to have the whole set because you got to have the chase figure. There's one where she's in sort of a floppy sun hat. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There's another one where she's smoking two cigarettes I at got, the Riviera. I got the amiibo. I got the Melanie Laurent amiibo, and you plug it into Mario Party 10, and then all of a sudden she's there and she's hanging out with Bowser and Sonic and friends. Did you get the one where you put vegetable oil in the little hole in her back and you crank the wheel and like real like sadness emanates from her? Um, what did I, you, I, what I did you that. what did you say there? What were all those words? What did the what <laughs> that did was that mean? vegetable oil? Travis was, Travis was referencing a Darkwing Duck 
a gas grenade gun uh-huh. uh, that would shoot smoke if you put vegetable oil on it. It never worked, really. No, it did not. It was the most disappointing toy of my entire childhood. Yeah, it's really bad. Also, so, like, that reference, just so I understand, like, that was on par with you making an inside joke about a thing that's in your pocket that nobody else could possibly know about. You don't think other people got and were disappointed by the Darkwing the Duck The shitty Darkwing Duck gun? gun? No. Gang, the I want to talk gun? about... I want to talk about this fucking unstoppable potential energy that the weekend holds. I can't, you're not excited about this intro, I can tell. But listen, anything can happen on Saturday, anything can happen on Sunday. I'm sick of recording this show on Sunday knowing what has happened on Saturday and Sunday. It's all about potential energy. I don't have that anymore in my life. My weekends are now, they're dictated by my baby wakes up at 530 in the morning. And that's my More time to party, more weekend. potential energy. Yeah, think of all the partying you could get done in a single day. I've never been to a 5.30 a.m. party, Justin. What are they like? Well, you watch Little Einsteins Ooh. and eat some cheesy poofs. Nice. Now, what's a cheesy, yeah, they're not what's bad. A cheesy poof? Is that like a Cheeto? No, it's like a Cheeto, but it is a single piece of puffed corn. Mm. Uh, hullless puffed corn. And what I kind of psychedelic that. effects do the puffed corn have? There, there, no, there's no, okay, I, I can see what you've done there. Um, there's no psychedelic effects because you give them to your baby when you're just like, not, your heart's not in it at that exact <laughs> moment. You know what I mean? Like, it's like a, your it's, heart's just not in it right now. <laughs> yeah. It's sort of a, it's like, uh, uh, baby tapas for the disillusioned dad. Yeah. That's, wow. That's actually on the box. I, I, I didn't know you've gotten those before. Uh, there's, there's Chester Cheetah on the front, like, enjoy this baby tapas for the disillusioned pops. And he smokes a cigarette. He's smoking a cigarette in this one. That's crazy. And it in your face. You gotta put vegetable yeah, oil in for it to do it. Yeah. <laughs> Please add vegetable oil to this bag of shitty Cheetos. Okay, listen. It's an advice show for the modern era. Let's f fucking help some people for once. I, can we? Lives. Should we also address the fact that I feel like we recorded an episode like 15 minutes ago? Yeah. <laughs> this must be what it's like to have a job where you work every day. Oh, I hate it. Yeah. Um. But that doesn't matter because this is about to be a great, great episode. All right. Rip the Did rip, you guys know? Rip the shit. Did you guys hear about that? I saw it on... Huffington Post. My four and a half year old son has red hair and is generally regarded as being adorable. Frequently when in a public space, a stranger, usually a middle-aged or older woman, will comment on the color of his hair. Sometimes they will say it's beautiful, but more often they will say something like, oh, look at that red hair. I never know how to <laughs> respond to this. Their tone is probably not like mine. I appreciate that they want to compliment him or something he has no control over, but the statement is usually followed by an awkward silence and maybe like a, yeah, with a forced chuckle. Is there a way I can acknowledge their compliment gracefully? That's from Josh. Just rip out a clump. Give them. Give them some. Give them a piece. <laughs> take, take a clump. It'll last longer. A sample for you to take. Stuart, be quiet. You know the arrangement that we have. <laughs> you, Here, eat this shitty patchy, top. <laughs> eat this crunchy top. You patchy tapas. little ding dong. <laughs> I. This is one, one of the reasons I hate small talk, but don't you think... What what do you think the compliment giver in this scenario is expecting in the response? Look at that red hair. Ah, I see you've noticed his red hair. Come with me. Like there I think that <laughs> yeah is exactly what they expect and all you need to give. Yeah, um you could also just make a sort of another observation 
just sort of about your immediate surroundings. Like, oh, yeah, and there's <laughs> look, some soup. Look at that green tree. <laughs> mm. Maybe notice maybe notice something on them. Hey, there's a purple sweatshirt with a wolf on it. That's sweet. <laughs> That's <laughs> really cool. Pretty badass sweatshirt. Trade Where'd you get that? Trade Color for color. Give you some of this boy's sweet hair. Give me a sleeve. <laughs> I'm working on a spell. It's <laughs> <laughs> one of the components I need. See, my wife, her dad stole some beans. Shit's crazy. Anyway, can't get her knocked up unless I have a clump as red as blood, a sleeve as purple as magic. <laughs> hey, speaking of sleeves as purple as magic, I picked up Riley, my uh, my 15 year old sister in law from the high school yesterday, and there was a I saw. A, I was asking her about some of the teens in the area. Team fashion update. Team fashion <laughs> update with Justin McElroy. No, I, you guys are going to feel bad when I, when I finish this. Uh, I, I asked her, you know, about some of the teens that were surrounding our car, just kind of making small talk about teens. And I saw this fucking dope ass kid, like jangly, crazy Jim Morrison hair. And wearing a Huntington Blizzard sweatshirt. <gasps> Fuck yes, Whoa. yes, yes, yes. I, I almost hopped out of. Okay, super quick. Huntington Blizzard is the long defunct, long defunct, long very defunct. defunct. I would argue it was defunct while it was still funked. <laughs> Every My- player on the Huntington Blizzard was also looking for other jobs. Yeah, it it was a it was a minor league, a long defunct minor league hockey team. Uh, the probably our closest brush with professional sports. Don't, we I don't have, have the, the arena Cubs football here. team, the Locomotives. That's true. We did we did have that, but we had the Huntington Blizzard, which made like considering it was hockey, which which uh is not a huge sport around here. Uh, it hung in there pretty good. It did. They did pretty well. This fucking kid was wearing a Huntington Blizzard sweatshirt. I almost got out of the car and offered to buy it from him so I could, I don't know, use it as a bandana or something because it certainly wasn't going to fit my frame. But uh, I just wanted to, to update you guys on that. Um, and this has been the teen fashion update. When Cue you music, asked Riley, Reggie. when you asked Riley about that kid, was she like, "I oh, he just keeps showing up. I don't think he's a student." Like, did she give you any background on how awesome this kid was? Um, she said that she knows him, and I was like, "Can I get an introducio?" And she was like, "I think that would be inappropriate." I was like, "Okay, I'll just stop." Did you run up to him? I'll just stop and introduce did you, myself. Did you run up to him and try and put a hand on that shirt, but your hand phased completely through him because he's a ghost that was murdered in 1996 <laughs> in the height of, in the height at of, a hockey game in the height of blizzard fever. Straight when you hot, see a kid pop. like that, are you like me, and do you think that kid is either super cool or like a? total outcast right either he's like really ironic and on point with it or it's like I'm, oh I mean, god who, there's the kid who wears the blizzard sweatshirt every day who knows watch any coming of age movie released nowadays i'm talking about your paper towns i'm talking about your you me and dupree that's not what <laughs> <laughs> uh and it's you all, know the teen mar- comedy you're Marmaduke. You're Marmadukes, <laughs> and it's just like the kids. You're drill bit tailors. The artsy kids are the ones that are making it happen, and that was not true. I hung out with a group of people. One of them had a fan website about Final Fantasy three, and that was sort of the par for the course. And we were, I think, at the pa- at that pa- on that paper town style, uh, and we were derided. 
I think that's a side effect of consolidated high schools. There's so many students there that a true fiefdom of popularity cannot form. Yeah. There are more like warring clans. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You guys want to Like in Mean Girls? Yeah. Yeah, please. You remember. Uh, oh, my God. Fucking perfect transitione. Thank you to my man, level 9000 Yadru Drew, Drew Davenport. Thank you, Drew. It's by Yadru Answers user Tyler who asks, and let's be cool about this. Can we make an agreement to be fucking cool about this for once? Yes. Justin, I need a verbal verbal confirmation. Yes, I'll be cool. I was not paying attention to what I agreed to be cool to. I don't think either of you did. That was crazy. I was letting my cat out of the room. It was very important. Well, you also let the cat out of the bag that you're an inconsiderate brother. Yep. Uh, Tyler asks, and let's be cool about this. Is a teen a quote-unquote nerd? If they use a pocket watch. Update. Just recently, <laughs> just recently, my phone was fried when it fell in some water, and I lost my wristwatch. Also, I am an avid Doctor Who fan, so I opted to get a pocket watch. Man, I would have been good buddies with this guy, it sounds like, in high school. Uh, I am not the most social person, but I still want to be normal. I know that people tell you to be your own person, but in reality, this advice is not necessarily applicable I had some trouble with that word. So I ask again, if a teen wears a pocket watch, will they be made fun of or labeled a nerd? Keep in mind, this watch will usually be in the pocket of jeans. Ah, I'm so <laughs> glad. I'm so glad he clarified because I was about to say it depends on how whole hog he goes with it. Don't don't vote yeah. for pocket watch. It's in the pocket of big jeans. If he was if he went like waistcoat and like full on like a trouser and some spats. And yeah. like, you know, like a, 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 like tails. And he was like the dopest, classiest dress kid in high school. No, I think he's gone around the corner at that point and he's awesome. If he's wearing a t shirt and jeans and a pocket watch, he has not fully committed to the look. And therefore, yes. But it's not because but a pocket watch you- is nerdy, it's because of his lack of commitment. Can you, but like, okay. You want him to I, look like a private th- dick? Is is what you're saying? You want to look like the lead singer that Cherry Poppin' Daddies? I would also accept lead singer of like, uh, your Panic at the Disco. Yeah. Right? That's a I, cool look. I just, I think that every every look is okay, but you just, you have to be able to commit to it. And like, this is the, an important thing that I think a lot of people miss out on. Like, it, it, if you get like if you're worried about something being cool or normal and it's something that's like outside the norm that can still be cool but affectations aren't cool mm-hmm. so like I would are you wearing you the pocket like if 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 you are the sort of person where like it it is it is natural to you to wear a pocket watch for this reason and this reason and this reason you're an old soul and you only listen to fucking forties uh, on four on Sirius XM or some shit, and that's like that's your life and you're living it and you're owning it. Then like yeah, absolutely, pocket watch, own it and wear it and do it. Let me but name like, three names that if you saw them wearing a pocket watch, you would say, "Yep, Paul F. Tompkins, John Hodgman, John Roderick." No, three uh, Johnny, three Depp. super John, cool Johnny Depp, uh, Johnny, Johnny Depp. Depp. Thank you, Ronnie, that's exactly what I was Ronnie thinking. Depp, <laughs> Johnny's Ron- twin brother Ron- who you never hear well, about. Ronnie Depp works at the clock factory yeah so of ronnie course, james dio yeah he also works at the clock factory and they need those pocket watches to keep all their shit on time um i've worn a pocket watch before 
Well, we've all worn some shit, Travis. Well, like in a in a suit form. I was in a suit. It's a good look when you're a three piece suit with a vest with the pocket specifically meant for the watch to go into. That makes sense. That does Jeans, make sense. Not so much. Jeans, not as much sense. You're in high school and you have a pocket watch in your pocket and you have on some uh, aesthetic goggles you bought from Hot Topic. There is also I a know. clock in every room in high school. That's a good point, Travis, and in the hallways. Everywhere. Yeah, you can't even be late for shit in high school. There are people with, like, belts on telling you where to go constantly. Oh, no, my, it seems my it. 10.30 class has begun. <laughs> I'm late. That's never happened. No, that's never happened. You know the uh, another thing that's never happened on Earth that it was, like, probably the biggest lie propagated by TV and movies in my young years that was, like, I was disillusioned by? Uh, free period. Yeah. You guys ever see that in any TV show movie? Like, oh, I have a free period right now. That does not exist. I would lump study hall into that, too. That's study not Study hall. And you know what That's- drove me crazy in, like, teen movies based in high school? Is sometimes in those movies, the boys and the girls would kiss each other. Like, yeah. fan, fan, magical fantasy. Get real. It and doesn't happen. they would happen. go to, like, Get parties? <laughs> Yeah, in high school. More importantly, but perceiving that they'd be invited to one or two. No, no, no. Yeah, I-, I saw one shot of a movie where there was this kid who was in high school, and it showed the clock, and his clock said eleven thirty p.m. And I was like, "Uh, continuity error over here. Get the DP. We got to reshoot this scene because who's up that late? Nobody." <laughs> Don't wear a pocket watch. Don't wear a pocket watch unless, unless. you're the type of person who wears a pocket unless. watch. You're probably just not like you. Really take a look at your look. Are you completely owning the being a pocket watch person? You can't start from the pocket watch and build from there. That's why it's called an accessory. I feel like that's a good rule of thumb for like affectation. If you have to stop and think, am I the type of person who could? You're not like, it should be just like second nature that you're like, oh, got to pick up a pocket watch today. Like it's just on your list of things to do and not like I am making a commitment to a whole new me with this accessory. Like, no. No. Uh, I don't necessarily 100% agree with you there, Travis. Sometimes you just got to throw your hat over the fence and say, I, this is going to be a hard, uh, uh, this is going to be a hard struggle, but I am going to start with the pocket watch and I know that I'm going to look like an asshole for a little while, but I got to start somewhere. You got to commit to this. Sometimes you just got to throw your watch into your pocket <laughs> and then throw your pocket over the fence. Ah, <laughs> my pants. Uh, how about, how about another question? question? Yeah. Whoa. My boyfriend and I are looking at moving out together. The only problem is I would rather share roommates with roommates we don't know, and he would rather rather move in with his friends. Renting with just us would be a little pricey and would mean we would have to wait longer to find a place in our price range that is nice. How do we resolve this? That's from Jess. I kind of get this. Yeah. Um, I, I've... I've only ever lived with people I knew, um, but that's always been to varying degrees of how well I knew them. And there is something to be said that if you move in with people you know too well, that kind of familiarity can breed a little bit of friction. Um, You know, there is like something tempting to that idea of like, oh, my roommate is just like a random person I met through a service. And we see each other in the morning and sometimes run into each other when we come home from work, but we're under no onus to like hang out. Or, like, have dinner together or do shit together. We're just sharing a space, and that's it. Especially if you're moving in and, like, your significant other is coming with you. 
I don't know. There's something to be said about the idea of like they're just another person yeah. living a, in this space. A, a rando roommate is just a friend that you don't hate yet. Exactly. But you'll, and then you'll get there. It's just a friend that may never become a friend. Yeah. <laughs> or, I would yeah. have a hard I would have a hard time with that. I would feel obligated to try to get to know the person to try to get inside their head. Let me in. What's wrong with me? You have close, <laughs> pro- I, you have easy access to me whenever you want it. Let's like make use of your resource, your natural just every day. You would just walk into their bedroom uninvited and just be like, let's just hash this shit out, man. Like, what are you talking? I have nothing. We have no beef to squash. We have nothing. We have we nothing. Don't have beef. We don't have pork. We don't have chicken. We've got nothing between us, Derek. And Why did you eat all my meat? <laughs> there's nothing fishy. I love this roommate. I want to live with this guy. <laughs> he knows a lot about meats. <laughs> oh, he's good at meat, meat-based puns. Listen, I was up all night. I had a graveyard shift at the butcher shop, and I would just like to sleep place. Thank I you. I left you the bacon in the fridge with your name on it. What more do you want? That would actually be a super that, cool roommate. Yeah, it'd be a good roommate, man. Oh, yeah. I would love Except- to I would love to live with a butcher I've never met before. Griffin, are are we gonna are we gonna return to your uh, cockamamie theory that everybody who's a butcher is doing it so they have a cover for when they eventually murder somebody? Uh, it's not cockamamie as much as it is practical life saving knowledge. What you you wouldn't live with a butcher? Um, I would not live with a butcher. No. There's also something to be said though to to, to Jess's question, which is, do you also know the potential roommates your boyfriend wants to move in with? Sounds like it, doesn't it? But like, is it is it all your boyfriend's friends, and you don't really know them? Because I could see where that would be a huge. Yeah, turnoff. that would be really weird. That would I I actually feel what Travis is saying here. Of it, yeah. then you're gonna feel like a third wheel in your own house, and that's, exactly, and, and that that dog no good. don't hunt. I don't know what's the I, solution. Just stop everybody. Stop getting roommates and live in Japanese capsule hotels oh in the Japanese style. God, yes. Oh my God! Thank yes, you. Justin, you've made me so happy. <laughs> yeah, Justin from yeah. downtown. I didn't know you had that I, that particular insight in you. That's the, that's my one, and I've been saving it. Now I don't but think if everybody would just live I, in Japanese capsule hotels. Yeah, I don't think there are long term Japanese capsule hotels because there would be it. They would be like little stinky garbage cans after a while. <laughs> Unless they rotated, like every night you you they moved them one to the left. Uh, Ugh, that'd be the worst. places. <laughs> Why would that be the worst? What? Because are they cleaning them bef- between? They're or? cleaning them between. Yeah, but you can't once once you've slept in a bed like a hundred times. There's no getting that stink out. You got to keep rotating. That's true. It's, it's, it's all about stink confusion. <laughs> you got to confuse those long term Japanese capsule hotels. Man, this is a great idea. Austin would go gaga for this shit. Mm-hmm. Boutique. It's a boutique concept. It's boutique. It's small. It's t- it's tiny living. Mm-hmm. Yeah, tiny houses are huge right now. Well, wait, hold on. But imagine if you just, like, slept in a drawer, and at that point you were like, oh, you live in a tiny house? Oh, I didn't know you were so wasteful. Do you really need that much space? I sleep in basically a cabinet. I'm basically Peter Pan Shadow. I basically <laughs> just live in a drawer in Wendy's room. I have eight hours of oxygen pumped in to my <laughs> to my sleep coffin every night. No more, no less. No more, no less. That's how non-wasteful I am. <laughs> Oversleep? No, thank you. I'd like to see another day, please. 
No, no, but tell me about your tiny house with its bathroom and shower. Ugh. Can I suggest a name for this uh, gigantic capsule apartment that we've come up with? Yes. How about just sleep? Because it's very utilitarian. It's just like a place where you go to, and maybe it's built above a restaurant where you're fed like a gelatinous protein cube that provides you like your necessary, uh, you know, nutrients, no more, no less. And that place is just called Eat. Where's the umlaut go in sleep? No, it's it wouldn't be there one. There wouldn't be. I love sleep. Let me give one tweak to it and see how this grabs you. Sleep? Question Ooh. Very evocative. Oh, you can and do what you want in there. Fuck yes. And the dot in the question mark is also a capsule that you can sleep in. But the, you, <laughs> you only rotate into it once a, once a year. But that's a great night's sleep. <laughs> great view, too. Great view. Well, for everybody walking outside, they can see like right up, <laughs> right up your, your, um, your sleeping tunic that you have to wear when you enter the hotel. Oh, this is good. How about a Yahoo? Yeah, how about we hit you with a Yahoo? Uh, this Yahoo was sent by Ira Ray. Are you Ira Ray? Who wants to know? Thank you, Ira. It's by Yahoo Answers user. Oh, oh, something's gone wrong. Let's call them Iowa Greg. <laughs> <laughs> Iowa Greg asks, what is the fastest way to eat corn on the cob? Additional, mm. additional details. It's for a corn on the cob eating contest. Oh. You're disqualified. <laughs> you're disqualified right now because this is che- you're juicing it. You're cheating. Yeah, that's the question. If you ask, and the, uh, I'm glad he clarified that there were like rules and strictures because uh, the easiest way is, of course, to cut all the corn off of the cob. But then I feel like that would be frowned upon in a corn on the cob competition. I would think. I would think so. Yeah, I would think so. Or maybe just no one thought to ask. They bring you the plate, and you're like, "Could you cut it off for me before we start?" And they're like, "Uh, actually, yeah, uh, yeah, I get. We can do that." Cool, cool, cool. Can you load it into my here? This thing I have, uh, it's like a big PVC pipe with some hairspray cans attached to the back of it, and it says "corn gun" on it. Can you just dump it right in there? Yeah, I guess there's nothing yeah. in the bylaws that says anything about corn guns. Go ahead could and you, slop it in. I guess. Could you modify a t-shirt cannon to just blast a cobby right down your throat? Mm-hmm. Just get a cobby and just blast it clean down. I think that you could do that once. <laughs> well, how much corn do you have to eat for this competition? Probably more than one ear, I would yeah, guess. Right? I would yeah. Bet. Oh, is it speed or is it amount? And are I, you cleaning one cob or is it how many cobs can you do in a set amount of time? And I gotta tell you, Justin, down in the whole cob, that just seems like you're wasting space in your tummy. It's just, there's a lot of yeah. fiber and stuff in there that they don't expect you to eat. There, they, obviously, they get very excited. <laughs> the judges get very excited when they see somebody eat the entire <laughs> cob, <laughs> core and all. Um, but it's easier to play. Yeah. So everybody, you know, they'll, they'll, everyone will throw one of those down during the run just to like show off to the crowd a little bit. Uh, but, but more than that one sort of obligatory uh, c- corn shot and uh, you, you, you're, you're just, you know, you're not being efficient. You, you know, I was sitting here thinking of how I tried to figure out how I would do in a corn on the cob eating contest, like trying to gin up a number that represented how much corn I could eat. And I realized something. I don't really know because I can't think of a time in my life when I finished an ear of corn with the buttering and the salting and the chewing and everything and thought, 
Yeah, I'm ready to go through that again. One again, pile it up. Let me get another cob going. <laughs> like, nobody's ever gotten full of corn on the cob. They're just like, I can't do this anymore. That yet. was a I'm lot done. of work. It's a whole, like, process. Like, you can't just, like, oh, I'm late for work. Okay, I'm just going to grab a corn on the cob to go. Like, it's a whole production. You ever see that little kid in, like, 20s movies? He's he's in his little, uh, 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 Little Lord Fauntleroy outfit. He's licking a big lollipop. The closest you can get to that look as an adult in a socially permissible setting is eating a corn on the cob. It's just like yeah. you got your little pinkies up and you're just. Can I? Can I? If this person's talking about going pro, then they're gonna. I don't think they realize the sacrifices that are going to be required of them because a lot of the corn pros out there um, have gotten uh, tooth tooth reversal surgery. Mm-hmm. And that's sort of where it's like a special kind of braces that they put on your teeth so that they all sort of bend backwards, like in in towards your your throat hole there in the back of your mouth. And um, like a sarlacc. Kind of like a sarlacc, yeah, like a reversal of the teeth direction. And so they just jam a whole cob into their mouth and a little bit into their throat. And then as they pull it out, their backwards teeth just do all the scraping for them. And it's you just get one clean, one clean go. Y'all do that. Do y'all do the typewriter or are you do it in a circle around the corner and then move to the next circle? Which way do you guys do it? I just, I just, I shuck it with my face. What are you talking? I just told you how I did it. No, I mean now without the professional tooth reversal surgery. Um, you I- do the typewriter like they do in them cartoons. I'm actually a fan of doing cut, cutsies offsies, and because uh, yeah, I, I, like I don't fuck with that in between the teeth stuff. Get that out Let's of there, because I want corn now. I don't want corn tomorrow. But what? <laughs> okay, hypothetically, you go to like visit a friend's house, and they're very strict that you cannot cut the corn off the cob. They were. It's a very fundamentalist corn household, and you have to eat it on the corn on the cob. Do you do typewriter or do you do around Okay, the so corn? in this situation where this has happened uh-huh. to me once, because it'll never happen to me a second time, I guarantee you that, because I'll never talk to any of the parties associated again. Um, I guess I would typewriter it, Trav. You caught me, okay? That's the correct answer. You did good, Griffin. I mean, it's not, it's a, given the circumstance that you've laid out, it, I, it is the correct answer, I guess. I like just big, hunky, chunky bites. <laughs> Man, this is, can I just also say as a side, fuck, this is funny. I can talk about how, how we like to eat corn for hours. But unfortunately, we have to go to the money zone. My Brother, My Brother and Me is sponsored this week by Squarespace. If you would like to make a website all about eating corn, the funniest thing anyone could ever talk about ever, I think we can all agree, then you want to use Squarespace. My Brother, My Brother and Me is brought to you in part by Squarespace, the all-in-one website platform. Squarespace sites look professionally designed regardless of your skill level and with no coding required. Anybody can do this. Anybody. Name somebody right now. Justin, name somebody. My baby Charlie. She could do it. Griffin, name somebody. Um, anybody. Just fucking like, Ron Perlman, I guess. He could do it. Justin, <laughs> name somebody else. Ron Perlman? Uh, no, he can't do it. Junior. Oh, Junior. yes, he can do it. <laughs> okay, good. Don Perlman. <laughs> he is allowed to do it, but only once. He can't do it, actually. That's well, a trick. His flesh is made out of hardened white precious gems. 
Oh, you got Both me. from Night Court. Both from Night Court. Both from Night Court. He That's can do it. Three. That's my next three. I want to get him out ahead of Oh, uh, yes, no, yes. Griffin, <laughs> one more. Dr. Pizza. <laughs> Dr. Pizza could do it. Anybody could do I it. I forgot. I ran th- out of people. Okay. Oh, you did fine. <laughs> um, and here's the best thing. Right now, you could start a free trial just because you listened to us. With no credit card required. If you go to squarespace.com, use the offer code MYBROTHER, all one word, you'll get 10% off your first purchase. So 10% off, plus a free trial with no credit card. Anybody can do it. Uh, I, uh, even Dr. Pizza can do it, and he's not even real. Squarespace. Uh, Build it beautiful. Excuse me? Sorry. He's not a real doctor. He's more like a professor. <laughs> professor Pizza. Thank you. <laughs> Uh, I have a message here, and it's for Cupcake, a.k.a. Kim, and it's from Muffin, a.k.a. Joe, Uh, and Cupcake, or Muffin says to Cupcake, happy fourth anniversary to the woman with hopefully infinite patience. Uh, You're an amazing mother and wife and the love of my life. P.S. Bramble Snatch. What did, what is that a... Is was that one of the names for a warrior cat, or is that a, a private, personal, maybe sexy <laughs> message? It's not that sexy. Participated in something private and personal and sexy. Well, they made me do it. I can't feel guilty about like they they left their bedroom door open, you know, and they they uh, they played soothing music inside. What am I supposed to do? This message says it's for the week of November twelfth. Oh my god, That's we did a it. Dark- that's a third. First off, we did it. Secondly, that's a Thursday. <laughs> what are you doing? Well, Thursday. how are you splitting up your weeks? Thursday is a special day of the week. I'm. I'm. I don't want to. I feel gross actually talking about this this, this bedroom situation. No, more Griffin, tell us more about what cupcake and muffin do on Thursdays. Uh, they get stale because they were baked on a Monday. <laughs> I got a message for James from Will. Um. I'm, uh, hey, big bro, here's wishing you a happy big 29 from me, the guy that always beats you at Settlers of Catan. I hope the final year of your 20s is filled with fun, laughter, and gunny? I don't know what that means. Oh, man. I bet it's dirty, too. Oh. Probably not dirty. Probably no, not. it probably also, is dirty. So- sorry for eating your cherry flapjack. My bad. Uh, that is a true crime i don't i would love i would just adore i would just really fancy a cherry flapjack right now that goes down really good you know what i would kill for right now what some corn some motherfucking corn on the cob right (laughs) i want to kill corn on the cob is basically a japanese capsule hotel for corn and i want to get in there like <laughs> like bahamut and just destroy the whole foundation of the thing you know what i mean i do i really do i want to get that sloppy corn butter chin that you can only get from a true full-blown cob devastator i'd also like a do corn th- fritter yeah whatever oh do you guys ever do so um <laughs> welcome to corn guys did you guys realize why this episode is um, not one of our best? Why? I just realized it. Friday the 13th. It's no! We've been cursed. It's our first ever Friday the 13th recording, I think. Well, um, boo. Um, I'm Jason. 
Hey everyone, we're the Flophouse, one of the newest additions to the Maximum Fun Podcasting Network. I'm Dan McCoy. I'm Stuart Wellington. And I'm Elliot Kalin. What is the Flophouse, you may very well ask? We watch a bad movie and then we talk about it. A bad movie podcast? Isn't that like every fifth podcast on the internet? I'd answer that by saying, one, we've been doing this show for over seven years, long before the entire premise of our show was a cliche, and two, shut up. Sick burn. I'd say that our show is more of a comedy podcast. A podcast about words that sound like other words. A podcast about me singing long, irritating songs like this one. A podcast about pitches for a Ziggy comic book movie. Or discussions about sex tarps. Yeah, I mean, mostly it's a show about three friends just hanging out. And talking about ding-dongs. That's mostly used to. Wait, what? So, if you like any of those things, subscribe in iTunes today. Or visit MaximumFun.org to follow the show. The Flophouse. That's what happens now you read a question okay all right kind of pump the brakes there you asked i currently work as the graphic and web designer for a small company and the nature of my work requires to bring me fuck the na- friday the 13th got me again all <laughs> oh, those tricky jason? those tricky jasons they sneak in and they make it twist they twist your words it requires me to bring my laptop into the office. I love the job, except for the fact my very hands-on boss keeps poking and touching my screen, oftentimes hard enough to make me worry about the safety of my computer. Is there a way for me to get him to stop it and to keep my job? That's from Smudgy Screen in SoCal. <laughs> I'm sorry. Now, Griffin, why has this tickled you so much? tickled me. Imagine it. Imagine it. Oh, let me see. What are you working on here? <laughs> jab, 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 squeeze. Oh, I like this graph here, and I like how it uh, goes up. What have you done? Oh, you've done a bar graph with a bar here, here, here. Oh yeah. Hey, what does this button do? Do you want some of my PB and J? No. All right. All right. More for me. What is this new search engine you're using? Splorch, splorch, splorch. Like, what is this guy's deal? It's, it's called Sporch.com. Hey, can we get that? Can we get Sporch.com? Uh, you already did. Damn it. Uh, I have one foolproof plan that is going to oh my god uh, keep your boss is going to fall for it <laughs> oh, no. once. And then your problems will be over. Uh, put some jelly on. Yeah, I no. think that might Put be. some jelly right on your computer, and the boss goes in for a touch of risky, and he comes back with a finger full of strawberry preserves. I guarantee your problems are going to be whisked away like you're on a carnival cruise line sailing now, off to the Bahamas. Now, Justin, I'm sorry, but how does that stop the screen from getting smudgy and dirty <laughs> no, when it's covered listen. in preserves? Now listen, because now you got ants, but the and the ants, ants those helpful ants, those helpful ants are going to clean that screen right off. With. <laughs> they won't leave a fleck, hey. a fleck of jam on there. Hey, is this the IT department? Yeah, is it normal for my computer to have some bugs? Uh, yeah, it is. Just bring it down <laughs> oh. and fix it. Fuck yeah! Oh, you nerds! I recorded that. Now I'm, I'm, I'm nobody. Nobody can get me fired for this now. Have you seen that? Uh, have you seen that hot new viral video? Guy punks IT department with bug pun. <laughs> it's got four views. It's pretty sick. Uh, you guys want a Yahoo? That didn't really answer the question, Jelly. Well, it's just the it's just the craziest thing I've probably ever heard. 
why is why is this man touching your screen so much? Does he know there's little LCD diodes in there? They don't like being touched. Give them their space. Ask him not to. Just ask him not. Or maybe, is there a way you can make him feel like good about himself uh, while asking him to stop? Like, whoa, Hercules, you're going to break my liquid crystals with your your big, big muscles there. You better pump the brakes. I have an idea. Okay, here's what you do. Have ready, right, a little bottle of spray and, like, a screen cleaning wipe, right? And when you see him coming, start cleaning your screen. And when he walks up, you look at him and say, just trying to keep my screen clean. And then you're done, and he's there, and he's just seeing you trying to clean it, right? I think that that would be enough to keep his fingers off of your screen. Unless he's like, oh, you got rid of my good work, my good oily work that I did on my last. I drew visit. a line for you to follow. <laughs> Don't you understand? I said I wanted the line graph to go like here up to here. <laughs> stop. Stop erasing it. Or you're. Okay. F- hey, stop cleaning your screen or you're fucking fired. <laughs> you're a dime a dozen. <laughs> Let my grease do the work. Do you guys want a Yahoo? Yes. Yeah, Absolutely. So yeah, who was sent in by level 9,000 Yajir Drew, Drew Davenport. Thank you, Drew. It's by an anonymous user. I'm going to call him Big Joan because Big Joan is the only person that has answered this anonymous user. <laughs> Big Joan asks. Perfect. What is Lizard Man's relationship to this human world? What does it mean if you are a Lizard Man in a former life? What? Okay, what, Griffin, what? What in there is capitalized? <laughs> you think that's going to help? Syntax? I don't know. I, I'm looking for any clues. W. The W in what? That's it. Proper. Lizard man's not. Former life's not. No. God damn it. What is lizard man's relationship? One more time. What is lizard man's relationship to this human world? God, do you think this is lizard man asking that? <laughs> oh, that's grim. Poor lizard man. <laughs> He's having a rough ride the 13th, too, huh? What am Lizard Man doing in this human world? Why can't Lizard Man find love? Lizard Man keeps saying wrong words on podcast. <laughs> Lizard Man am bad at recorded medium. Podcast no be I... viral hit that Lizard Man expects. <laughs> being... Lizard Man have unique thoughts and opinions that Lizard Man thought would get chuckle from others. Plain, fleshy human ears, no interested in hearing... <laughs> Lizard Man's unique perspective. Lizard Man Man. have small but deep audience. Lizard Man thought audience would be more permissive of audio issues early on. (laughs) Lizard Lizard Man Man can't get hashtag going. Why why no one use hashtag for Lizard Man show? Lizard Man's special guest appearance by Adam Carolla fall through last minute. Lizard Man mourned for opportunities lost. Sponsor Lizard Man sponsors very disappointed in Lizard Man. Lizard Man know how sponsors. Lizard Man sorry about lies. <laughs> oh God! Could be Lizard Man's inconsistent release schedule. <laughs> Potentially. <laughs> Potentially, it's all about consistency. That's why we're recording fucking today instead of skipping a week. Even though we're recording on the spookiest, unluckiest day of the year. In hindsight, Lizard Man should not have called his podcast This American Life, too. 
The Lizard Man story. The Lizard Man story. <laughs> lizard Man should have called his show for Lizard Men only. Such a narrow audience. Just me. Would also include Lizard Women, if could find any. <laughs> it's so hard out there. <laughs> it's so hard out there for a Lizard Man. Ah, uh, man. Um, what, uh, what, uh, what, uh, what would you guys say to, uh, uh another question? Okay. How would that grab you? It would grab How would me. Lizard Man feel about that? It would grab me. Lizard good. Man like questions. I'm 33 years old and my parents don't know that I have tattoos. Whoa. I used to have a negative relationship with them. Yeah. I used to have a negative relationship with them. So when I started getting tattoos at the age of 18, I kept it a secret. By now, we have worked on things and have a good relationship. But I've been lying to them for 15 years now about the fact that I have tattoos. I want to get more in places that will be harder to keep hidden. How do I let my family know I have tattoos? I already know they have a problem with them. In general, for religious reasons, that's from girl with the secret tattoos. Um, I the one thing that struck me about this is odd is the line. Um, uh, uh, I've been lying to them for fifteen years now about the fact that I have tattoos. You think that's a lie by omission? Not like she goes it's out of her way be, to right? say she doesn't go out of her way to say I. Uh, anybody got any tattoos in this room? Not me. No, me <laughs> neither. No, every not time either. she shows up for Thanksgiving, you don't have any tattoos, do you? No, still don't. Everything's cool. Where's the stuffing? But she she has missed, by my math, 15 consecutive Labor Day pool parties. Oh, that's a good point. There's a lot of reasons why you're, you're tattooed. What if it's her face? What if she's got the face tattoos? Well, she says she wants to get them in places that are uh, harder to conceal. So I I can't think of many more places that are harder than that. I can't convince my family I'm just a huge fan of Fan of the Opera for much longer. Uh, I could you could you maybe try this? Your parents are like, "Hey, is that a Taz tattoo on your back?" And you just like spin around and like, <laughs> "Whoa, how'd that get there? What the hell? I I've been targeted by a tattoo. You know, <laughs> they got me again. They got me again. What if you just acted like you had already told them? I told you right? about my Taz so, tattoo. Yeah, you guys, you've known about. I I told you about it. Remember, yeah, it was like eight years ago. Did you forget? Remember? And now, ball's in their court. I was originally going to get one with him, uh, like, doing his, like, twirl, and he was going to say, like, the world keeps on spinning, baby. Or, like, Taz say, the world keeps on spinning, baby. Or yeah. something. Mm-hmm. And and I just got the smaller one. I told you guys that we had the whole conversation. You remember. Because you said you were going to get one, too. And then <laughs> uh, you did <laughs> We went, like, and you chickened out yeah. at the last minute. And then you got one later, and you got it removed. How do you not remember this? You remember. <laughs> uh, what if you got Taz praying? That would be amazing, probably. And so then they were like, a tattoo? And you're like, yeah, but look closer. And they're like, oh, oh that's, okay. No, that's kind of nice. That's nice. And they got another one of Taz peeing on something, like that Calvin kid. Yeah, the, he's peeing on the devil. <laughs> yeah! You guys uh, remember when Taz was, like, big for a minute, right? Yeah. Yes. I was one, thinking I was thinking about this yesterday. Do you think that was... You also remember the when Tweety Bird was kind of, like, in vogue, right? Like, a yes. little bit before that. Do you all... Because th- I was trying to puzzle out why anybody would have any affinity for Taz, the character, the Tasmanian devil... And I started to wonder, do you think people who were super into Taz initially were doing it sort of like a rebellious flipping of the proverbial bird to people who are really into Tweety? Like, that's not for me. I'm a grown adult. with I'm a bad girl or boy. 
Uh, I'm a, I'm more of a Taz person myself. Tweety Tweety has no sway over me. Um, yeah, you're saying there were warring factions of Tweety. I'm and Taz. saying that the original Tazes. I'm wondering. I'm not pausing this theory. I'm wondering aloud if the original Tazes were <laughs> seen by their users as like a uh, a rebellion, an act of rebellion, an anti-establishment. Uh, uh, sort of sy- symbol. But could you not flip that, Justin, and say that the Tweety Bird came out of people seeing the Taz and saying, no, I believe in a more structured society in which the good guy wins, and they're a little bit, little bit, little bit rambunctious, but mostly they're for good. Um, that you would say, I would say Taz is, I would say Taz is chaotic good. And well, Tweety's now, lawful Justin... Good. I would say it depends on which Taz they're talking about. Are we talking about the Taz from like Tiny Toons and later iterations? Or are we talking about the original Taz? Because the original Taz was the bad guy. I, I got a monstrously explicit Marvin the Martian tattoo over my body. It's a full body, extremely explicit Marvin the Martian tattoo. And when I say extremely explicit, I'm talking about dick on dick, like his on mine. <laughs> Full blown, full tattoo suit. Uh huh. <laughs> yeah. Right. We. Are, I remember last Christmas as well as anybody. What do? You, what else do you have to add? Nothing. That was a great gift that you all got for me. <laughs> that you all chipped in. It's a very expensive <laughs> procedure, getting a full Martian body transplant. But uh, it was worth it. That was him. <laughs> of course, that was a classic character. An impersonation of his favorite character, Marvin the Martian? Yeah, I actually, you know what's fucked? I'm kind of over him now. A little bit. <laughs> that's too bad. That's that's a shame. You hate to hear that. Everybody, this has been My Brother, My Brother, and Me. It's been an advice show for the modern era. Uh, 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 we've been recording a lot of things this week, because Dumb Dumb Griffin is going to Hong Kong. And he's made our lives really hard as a result. And it was very selfish. It was Sorry, selfish everybody. That's oh. very good. All is forgiven. Uh, we hope your Friday the 13th went, went well. It's a few days in the rear view at this point. Um, we, uh, we wanted to tell you, uh, that we love you very much and we hope you have a very safe week ahead. That yeah, is true. That was, nice. that was very That's sincere. Nice. It's sincere. I do. I do. I care about everybody who listens to this and I hope they ha- are going to have a killer week. Um, That's what I think. That's where I, I sit. I want to thank John Roderick and the Long Winters for the use of our theme song. It's a departure off the album, Putting the Days to Bed. You can find it on iTunes or Amazon or anywhere that music is sold. I think those are the only two places left, though, that sells music. We also want to say thank you to MaximumFun.org, our our home and the home to many other amazing podcasts that if you haven't checked out at this point, you're you're missing out. You're the one suffering. Go check out all the other MaximumFun.org podcasts. Like, um, I don't know. What are some other good ones? Uh, Sawbones that Justin does with his wife Sydney. Um, oh, thanks, Trav. Hopefully you you've listened to it's incredible. Uh, Lady to Lady, uh, One Bad Mother, Jordan Jesse Go, of course, Judge John Hodgman. There's a ton. Um, go check them out. We've got a D and D podcast over there called The Adventure Zone, which also hopefully you've checked out at this point. Um, but yeah, go check out MaximumFun.org. Find another show that you like. There's tons, and you'll love one of them. If you want least. something a little more time. Timely, I would recommend trends like these, which Travis does with his friend Brent, Brentle Floss on uh, YouTube, and uh, they talk about some some of the hot news of the day, the trending news stories, and they give it their own sort of uh, 
spin. Uh, last will. week, we talked all about the uh, Starbucks red cups and what was going on there and all that stuff, along with a bunch of other stuff. That was just kind of our main topic of the week. I uh, wanted to also tell you all that we have a, a new podcast coming. It's a very uh, special. It's a very don't special tease podcast. Because I don't want people to be disappointed. I'm not teasing. I'm going to literally say what's happening. All right. Uh, we, we are making a new podcast. Uh, with the uh, Tim and Guy from Worst Idea of All Time. It is an annual podcast that will release every American Thanksgiving Day. Uh, and I do mean every. It is an annual podcast that will go on for eternity because we have pledged that when one of us beefs it, they will be replaced by another host and the podcast will continue forever every Thanksgiving Day watching Paul Blart Mall Cop 2. The dose. The show is called Till Death Do Us Blart, and it will be available. Uh, you can subscribe to it right now. Uh, it will hopefully be in iTunes by the time you hear this, Till Death Do Us Blart, and then you can just get the first episode. There's a trailer up there now if you want to get a little taste. Uh, but that'll be up Thanksgiving Day, and every Thanksgiving Day for time immemorial. And you can uh, follow the show on Twitter, at DeathBlart. Um, and you can tweet about it if you want to, hashtag DeathBlart. Um, and while you're at it, as you wait and get really excited about it, you should go check out The Worst Idea of All Time while you're at it. It's an awesome show that all three of us love very, very much, uh, where they watch the same bad movie every week and record it and and uh, review it. The first season was all Grown Ups 2, and the second season is all uh, Sex in the City 2. Highly recommend it. Uh, oh, speaking of... Uh, tickets for Candle Nights is still are, are still on sale. Um, we've passed the halfway point by this point. Um, we're doing it Huntington, West Virginia, December 21st. It's our holiday show and that will be uh, hopefully curse-free. So feel free to bring. Now, curse-free doesn't necessarily mean we won't like dip into some adult ideas, but we'll try to keep it as PG as possible so that you can bring the whole family. It's a pan-religious, pan-sexual, personal pan holiday called Candle Nights. Um, if you would like the tickets, you can go to bit.ly forward slash Candle Nights 2, Huntington, West Virginia, Monday, December 21st. We hope to see you there. That's our show and Sawbones. You get Yes, Sawbones will be there as well. Uh, this final Yahoo was sent in by Yadru Drew, Drew Davenport. Thank you, Drew. It's by Yadru Answers user Constantine, who asks, Is Super Mario Italian or Mushroom Kingdomese? <laughs> uh, my name is Justin McElroy I'm Travis McElroy I'm Griffin McElroy This has been my brother, my brother, me Kiss your dad, square on the lips Maximumfun.org Comedy and culture Artist owned Listener supported